Welcome to the Weaving Magic Podcast, where we discuss the different ways to weave magic throughout your daily life. We are your hosts, Alyssa Lilly and Tara Webb, and we are thrilled to guide you in this magical journey of exploration and ritual. Hello, welcome to our third podcast episode. I am Tara Webb. And I am Alyssa Lilly. And we are so excited to talk about living in flow because we feel like this has been coming up a lot for us lately. And I mean, personally, I see it not just in our life, but in the lives of a lot of people around us. Flow seems to be the topic, the the main kind of thought right now. You know, in the past, I think last year, we focused a lot on B. Just mm-hmm. be in the present. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now I feel like we've shifted. The, to be in the flow. Mm, that's kind of what the collective seems to have shifted towards. And, and there's a lot of confusion around it. So we, we want to talk about it. Especially because I feel like I am specifically arguing with myself about what flow in my life looks like. So we'll address that as well. So the very beginning we want to say is that there are two types of flow at least as we see it. Mm -hmm. There's the masculine flow and the feminine flow. And of course, this does not mean male and female because we have both of those beautiful energies inside of us. All of us have those inside of us. Yes. And if we look at the masculine flow, some of us have more of that masculine energy and you could identify as female or male or Non-binary. Yeah, any of that. Um, Or, and the same goes for for the, the, the female, the... Feminine is the word energy as well. And when you look at those within flow, well, let's, let's pause real quick. Let's talk about the, the difference between masculine. and feminine. So what is masculine energy and what does that look like? So masculine energy looks more like pushing and I can't help but look at it in like a sexual way of, of literally <laughs> yes. pushing. Like if you look at it. In Pollinating. That, yes. Um, they are going after it. The masculine energy is we're going to go, go, go in a, in a flow way. Not like you're, that's toxic masculinity where you're burning yourself out, mm-hmm. where you're pushing and you don't know when to stop. That's not, we'll address that later. We're talking about healthy masculinity. Yes. Because you have to have that, you know, that pitta in Ayurveda to go. That you have energy. to have that drive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh Within then the reverse of that is within the feminine, the feminine would be putting something out there and then continuing to do other things, but not constantly checking in on it. And I, I want to really emphasize the continuing to do other things. That doesn't mean, oh, I'm just going to, you know, put my advertisement out there and hope it all happens. Yeah, let people come to me, but I'm not going to do a damn thing. No, that's not living in flow. That's not the universe actually helping you. Because that's just saying, hey, universe, take it all. I did my one little thing. You should do the rest. That's, that's not flow. That's just depending on somebody else to do your work. Mm-hmm. And, and flow really is a balance between the two, right? Because we can go, 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 get our tasks done, be boss bitches and get it done, right? And then we can take a pause and dance and take a break and really dive into that feminine energy. And both are definitely needed, the masculine energy and the feminine energy within us, because there are times when, you know, I really need to put my foot on the pedal and push myself to go. And for example, we could look at that being whenever I was working on my first book, 
that was at the beginning of when COVID hit and my husband was home and I took that entire month to just write my rough draft. I went myself into my room and locked the door and just wrote. That is the masculine form of flow. I had that ability to do that. The feminine of that is now, I do not have that ability to do that. So I take the time that I do have and I push on that time and then I shift elsewhere. Mm -hmm. And also respecting your need to rest. I feel like is a really important one. And I mean, I really feel like I've connected more with feminine flow entering into motherhood or parenthood because you have the time to sit down and get your tasks done. And then you have sometimes in the middle of your task, you have to stop and you have to do other things and then come back to it. And it's this push and pull and prioritizing and knowing which way to go. And with that, we tend to get frustrated mm-hmm. because so much of society now is there should be no pause. We're built on, on masculine energy. Yes, we are very much so. That That's the toxic masculinity of the patriarchy where it's just you go, you go to your nine to five, you continue to push, you work that hard for a few years with a, what's the word? Um, when you retire at the end, you have this money afterwards. Oh, the pension. Yes, the pension the afterwards. Yep, and, and you're doing that for this small amount. Right. For when you're older. Yes, when you're older. Go enjoy yourself when you're older. (laughs) Yeah. No, we get to work and enjoy ourselves. We get to work Mm -hmm. and play. And that's the masculine and feminine. And I would say if you want to look at that within your day on, you know, how do I know when to do masculine energy Mm -hmm. within my business, within my hobbies, within things that make me happy with with my kids, right? Mm -hmm. Versus the feminine energy. Um. Well, with kids, I would say choose your battles. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, sometimes you do have to be, you know, within the masculine energy and like hold your your stance on, I love you, but really this is what it has to be. And sometimes it's like, you know, my kids are jumping on the couch and you know what? It's okay because they're jumping on the couch and that's a spot where I'd rather them jump versus, you know, jumping off a tree because I have three boys that like to just, you know, go do crazy things. <laughs> so like that to us, that is our boundary in our house. Uh, I personally think an amazing time to look at, if you want to look throughout the day, and before I even go into this really quickly, I want to address that um, men, if you identify as a man, tend to have a 24-hour cycle. Mm-hmm. You know, women with a... Uh, how would you say with a womb, mm-hmm. uh, have, Oh, what is it like 28 day cycle? Yes. And so you can also sync up your energies with that. Mm-hmm. That is important. But if you want to look at just the day without those kind of characterizations at all, look at, you know, when do you feel your best? Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, at the peak of the day, usually around noon is when we have this drive to go. Mm-hmm. I think of it like the sun is, you know, the masculine version. And so we tend to go, 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 go and push. Um, in Ayurveda, that's the pitta time of day, but it's just because the sun is typically seen as the masculine version. And then the feminine version being the moon and looking more of like, you know, in the morning I can journal and create and build mm-hmm. that. When I come home from my nine to five or when I do my other business stuff, I can come in and do those things later. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important 
because um, I sometimes when we talk about masculine and feminine, we think of feminine as not getting anything done. Mm. Feminine is more of, of getting things done in what we would see as an unconventional way, right? So when I talk about taking a pause to dance, when you're when you're in the middle of doing things and you just need that pause, that is when my most creative, robust ideas come to me, and. I feel like feminine and masculine go hand in hand so well. So mm-hmm. feminine is is knowing your energy in your body and knowing when it's time to push that masculine energy and knowing when it's to pull back and come back to that feminine flow. Yes. And I would also say an example of using um because I see dance as like exercise, mm-hmm. using that for the masculine is if you feel your masculine getting getting too uh hot <laughs> is working out some of that um tension right maybe go lift some weights doing some uh cycling or you know something like that to help release any of that like that that, that desire to push too much do something else take a um take a a, a a breath and i think that's important when we look at <laughs> Talk about working and living in flow right now. <laughs> the babies want to have their say because we have, which t- kind of is a side note on flow. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say we have, you know, technically, you know, male, female here, mm-hmm. but um, I'm going to take a little aside because whenever I was pregnant with Aurelius, I felt like I was having a girl. And I even told Alyssa, I think it's a girl. I think it's a girl. I think it's a girl. And we go in for the ultrasound and it's a boy which I was shocked. I thought I had this intuition as a mama to know that I was having a girl, you know, feminine energy. Uh, and then I was going to acupuncture and they can go in and test on your pulse and see, you know, which energy is more so uh, for the baby, if it's more masculine or feminine energy. And Aurelius, even though the ultrasound said he was a boy, quote unquote, um, he has more feminine energy. And so I think that's a perfect example of feminine energy versus masculine energy within the body. And not having anything to do with what you were born with. (laughs) And I think even as we hear babies right now, this is kind of, um a feminine flow as well you know the masculine inside of me we wanted to record while the babies were sleeping and have no sound in the background and pause it and and and, you know delete this delete that but part of flow sometimes is bringing the beauty of the joy Mm -hmm. the joy of what they have uh and so that's just a kind of a little example of living in flow like literally living in the moment and allowing what to come and that kind of also ties into fighting what feels right in your body and going with flow. So for an example would be, it feels like I should, you know, go do this with my business, but the flow, the universe seems to be pushing us this way. That doesn't feel right. Right. Like for example, when, all of our chargers go missing and all of our things are dying and notifications and then babies crying and we wanted to record an episode, but instead we paused. Yes. Because to us, it's like, that doesn't feel right. We need to do this. We need to do this. And, yes. And sometimes, you know, that doesn't feel right. I think it's just the masculine being like, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This, no, don't make me stop. And that's what it typically is. 
Um, but very much, I mean, that, that was a perfect example because we had that happen yesterday. And even the day before that, we had Wi-Fi go out. Yep. And we couldn't do a lot of stuff, so we basically just relaxed. Um, and that kind of leads me into where I am in my life, where within the military, we were going to go somewhere that was kind of chosen, kind of not, and it kind of felt like a flow moment. And we were very excited about it, only to get a response, an email saying, actually, you're going somewhere else. Just kidding. Basically. <laughs> and my gut, my feeling was, Ugh! exactly, Aurelius, that's exactly what I wanted to do, was I wanted to cry. I wanted to say, no, that's not what I wanted. I, I don't want to do this place i i would want to do you know go to the other place be closer to friends that feels right mm-hmm. but and you're allowed to be frustrated and upset yes, yes. but then looking at and, and when i say it aloud should i fight this or should i flow <laughs> because that's what it feels like and when you say it like that you're like well guess we're flowing because you're living in flow you may not like it um and I guess that kind of pulls up. I, I can hear just the thoughts, you know, the, the wheels turning on. Well, what if flow comes and it isn't good for you? Mm-hmm. And I would challenge, is that flow? Yeah. And how do you know? And are you really tapping into yourself to figure out what it is you need in this moment? Mm-hmm. I mean, how, how do we know when something is flow versus our ego popping mm-hmm. in and saying, no, 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 you're doing it this way? I guess I would just feel for the resistance. Um, you know, are you trying to, like like the example we just gave, are you trying to really get this one thing done and just everything keeps getting your way and pushing you back to rest or back to something that you don't want to do? And maybe that's flow pushing you or your body pushing you and telling mm-hmm. you, you need to rest right now. Stop doing all the things. Take a moment. Recalibrate. And vice versa. Maybe you're trying to rest and all of these thoughts, you have the to-do list in your head and all these things coming up and people telling you all these things you have to do and you get this rush of energy. You don't know what to do with it. Go get things done. You may not feel like it, but it may be what's best in that moment. Mm -hmm. And I think that also has to tie into control Mm -hmm. because I feel like the masculine energy likes control Mm -hmm. and that's healthy. And unhealthy. Mm-hmm. And typically, at least in my experience, this could just be my experience, with when I don't want to go into quote-unquote flow because it doesn't feel right, it's because I want control. Yep. Of a perception of like, this is what I think is best. That's my control. And this is the exact path I need to take to get there. Yes. Exactly. Um, Not saying planning is bad. Planning no. is good. It's it's releasing that control when the plan doesn't quite go exactly as you had it mapped out. And that's very much like manifesting. You mm-hmm. know, you, you have to have a plan, but you just also have to release the control of the plan for it to come to fruition. Yes. Just keep taking steps towards your goal and follow your intuition. What does your body, again, coming back home to yourself, what is your body and your soul telling you you need to do in this moment? Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think that is a great way to tie in tuning into your body with if you are resting a lot and saying, well, I'm resting. That's flow. Yes. Flow can be rest. 
But if you're resting and you're never going, you're never creating, is that flow? Is that really what you need in this moment? Mm -hmm. Is that what your body's actually asking you to do? Um, because if you're, if you're resting, for example, that's very stable energy and it's typically difficult to get stable energy moving. Um, on the reverse, if you're going too much and you're constantly in a whirlwind, yes, it's important to go and create, but if that's all you're doing, is that what flow is asking you to do? Is that what your body is asking you to do? And a great way um, I can give an example of this is if you find that you are feeling called to rest and you're noticing it being a very consistent theme in your life and you almost feel stuck, right? You're stuck in this mode of rest, then... I encourage you to take a moment to dance or find a way to move your body, even though you don't feel like it. It could just be stretching, going for a walk, dancing to your favorite song, and noticing if it gives you energy. Because if moving that, that, that stagnant energy and getting your body going gives you a burst of energy, it's time to go. And I would also say that I think you'll typically find... Uh. Your masculine energy is when your brain is overthinking, Mm -hmm. when your mind, your spiritual connection up there is going, you know, and and that's typically where uh, the third eye, the crown chakra area is where the masculine energy connects with the divine. Typically, the feminine energy connects in the womb space, which you can have, whether you're male, female, any, you know, you can have that. Your root, your heart, that is the feminine space to connect to Gaia, to connect to the divine in that way. And so I would challenge you if you're looking at how do I know, you know, put your hand on your heart or on your sacral womb rooted area space, (laughs) because there's a lot down there and see, okay, is this coming from here? Do I feel the energy here? Yes. Yes. No, where, where in my body do I feel this? Is my mind what's going, going, you know, and take that time to pause, put your hand, but physically touch your belly, touch mm-hmm. your root, touch your head, touch your heart. And do you feel it? Mm. And if you don't, then what? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like that's another, a fear because we tend to overthink. Hello, masculine. We tend to overthink when we're tuning into our body. I wonder why. Yeah, because I feel like we're, we're rationalizing. I should be feeling this or I'm not feeling what I'm supposed to be feeling. What you are feeling in your body is valid. I feel nothing. That's you, valid. Also, though, are you sure you feel nothing? Mm-hmm. Because what is your expectation around what you're supposed to be feeling? That's true. You might be expecting this. It's kind of like magic. You expect to wave a wand and the whole room be clean. That's not how magic works. It's Mm -hmm. the same thing here. Your body doesn't have to have this extravagant response. And I would even challenge, you know, because whenever I was doing some body scans for my course, you know, it, it says, I feel nothing. But let's go deeper into that. What do you actually feel? Silence? That's not nothing. You know, that, that that's, there's something within that silence. My body feels still. Within that stillness, what is that? Because that's not nothing. That is still something. Mm-hmm. Mm. Got to wrap my mind around that one for a minute. Because <laughs> it's very similar to the not doing something 
not making a decision is still a decision. Is still doing something. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, it's the inaction is still an action. And that is beautiful, which once again goes back to our masculine and feminine being in flow. The inaction can be feminine saying, I'm taking a pause. I am sitting in stillness. And that is still doing something. Mm-hmm. But and it's still productive and you are still yes, valuable. It's still doing something in the, the way that the feminine sees because the feminine knows you can't always go. I mean, if we want to look at what is typically seen as, you know, the feminine energy of giving birth, you can't always push. There's a time when you push. There's a time when you let your body rest for that next contraction. And within life, there are contractions. There are times when we have to breathe and push through those contractions to birth your creation or you don't (laughs) or you just wait sometimes you're just waiting for that perfect opportunity that's already there for you you just need to pause and see it and i i would like for you to Think about this as we finish up this episode. What is your body calling you to do right now? And what does flow look like for you? Mm -hmm. In this moment, because you can come back to this episode weeks, months later, and that could be different. And you also might take different things away from this conversation, depending on where you're at. Mm -hmm. So in this moment, what does flow look like to you and your body? And, And, you know, what is it asking? And... I'll answer for me, flow looks like accepting those things that I really just want to control and releasing them to the universe. That's mine. For me, I would say accepting that I can't do it all and that's okay. Mm. And knowing, just knowing how to prioritize and sit and be present with my kids, even though I have a million things to do. That's flow for me. And that is beautiful and valid. And so is yours. Whatever flow is telling you is beautiful.